0: Gather around the game table with Kristen and Spin to find out what
1: Plays Well with Two. Plays Well with Two was recorded in front of a live studio audience of our dogs. Bargain uh, 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 or bust. Bum, 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 bum.
0: In Bargain or Bust, we will feature a game purchased from the bargain bin. Find out if we were duped by the siren call of a deal or if it was the bargain we were hoping for. We just got finished playing Octodice. Octodice is... Details, please, sir.
1: Octodice was designed by Christoph Toussaint, with art by Dennis Lohausen and Hans-Jörg Schneider, published by Alderac Entertainment Group and Pegasus Spiele in 2015. And those names may sound a little familiar in terms of the artists, because they are the same people who did the art on...
0: So, funny story. We picked this up in the discount bin. And, I mean, hello. It's an octopus that's holding dice. I, we had to get it. We it had looks to get it. adorable. I'm reading the rules. And I realize that it is set in the same world as Aquasphere. If you don't know what that is, Aquasphere is a 2014 game by Steffen Feld.
1: Did we do a review on that one? No. We
0: have played it because we used to own it, but... No, we did not do a review. We got rid of it before... In the before times of the podcast.
1: But that was... Yeah, this has the theme, has the same kind of world. Uh, There are octopods there are robots there are submarines you're doing research but does it in a much different way
0: it is definitely a much bigger game of course but you had were your little dudes also robots Those are bots, right? Yeah. Yeah. You had bots and you were on a submarine and you needed to get it to specific rooms and there were specific colors and they would control different things. And there's just a lot going on. And I didn't love that game.
1: I think I liked that one more than you did.
0: You did. Which you also like Octodice more than I do. I did. Which makes complete sense since you like... Well, it's interesting that they don't don't call it Aquasphere Dice Game. And there definitely is stuff missing. But they took the complete theme of it to theme this.
1: And I find it kind of interesting because in the rule book, the designer specifically thanks Steffenfeld for letting him use the Aquasphere theme. Yeah. So I wonder if this game, this was a game that was designed to something else. And then, hey, we have this theme that'll work well on it and have great brand synergy.
0: That'd be really interesting to know, because I don't feel like it's, I played Aquasphere and then I made this dice game based on it. Yeah. Because I don't feel like you you could play Octodice or use Octodice as a replacement for Aquasphere.
1: No. Very different. Octodice has six different dice. Three white, three black. The black dice have numbers inside of colored circles. The white dice have the different kind of areas where you can use those dice, and each also has a little octopus guy on one of the faces, which is very important. You, it's a Yahtzee-style roll three times, and then you're kind of set with what you want, but you have to keep two dice. Doesn't matter if they're both black, both white, or one black, one white. You have to keep two of them yep. with each roll. And you can't keep more than two of them. Uh, Once you have your dice set, then you can choose what way you're going to spend them. So what you do with these dice varies depending on what you've rolled. Like with any dice game, you have a track that has crystals... And you basically just get to mark off a crystal. Well,
0: and there are five tracks on your sheet.
1: Yeah, five tracks uh, that I'm going to go through. If you get a crystal, you mark off the point value, and it's however many points are in that on your black die. You mark off the circle. Yeah, you mark off the circle, and it's however many points are on the black die. The uh, gear icon... I forget what that's supposed to represent.
0: I think that's the research. Yeah, that's the research.
1: Okay. The gear icon represents research. And that you have to do in ascending order. You've got to do yellow, then red, then blue, then green, then white with increasing they points. don't
0: care. It's a specific color and a specific number. And you just have to do it in order.
1: You've got an upgrade path where you have these tiles that you... Are supposed to be your lab. They're supposed to be your lab and they're cool new things that you've done to your lab. And they let you manipulate dice in different ways or score bonus points at the end of the game. Yeah. Very helpful. Very helpful.
0: I think it simulates like... um... Special cards.
1: Yeah. And then you've got the robots and the submarine, which are linked to one another. Uh, If you spend robots, you get to mark off either a one or a two spot, which is the number of points that you score immediately for marking off those robot spots. If you mark off the submarine... No?
0: You don't get any points for marking off robots? Oh, yeah, you're right. They have to drive the submarine. They have
1: to drive the submarine. So
0: if you have a robot and a submarine at the end of each round, because there are three rounds. No, technically six rounds, but three scoring, whatever. If you have a submarine that can carry your robots, then you score your robots at the end of each little scoring section.
1: Okay. For some reason, I was remembering that we were scoring them as we marked them as well. I think I'm off on that, though.
0: We'll pause it. I'll check it.
1: Okay, so we went to the rule book, and I was right. It is scoring points immediately when you do that. But
0: also. But with also the
1: with the submarines. Uh, and hopefully, Kristen didn't screw oh. herself out of, out of points.
0: So you get the points for the bots when you cross it off. But then you have to have. Like, the submarine will get you extra points.
1: And the. Extra points each round, so it's nice to have those early if you can swing it. Yeah. And then there is the octopus side of the die. Which you have to f- fight off. You have to fight off the octopus. And that you have to do... You have to keep two octopus octopi octopuses per round to avoid losing points. If you have lots of them, you actually get bonus points. So if you roll, say, four, you get four points. If you can manage all of your six dice and get Octo Yahtzee, you get seven points, which is Oktoyatsu. a huge amount of points in this game. And So you... that was a very long... Now you know how to play.
0: What did you think of it?
1: I had a lot of fun playing this game. Uh, I liked that you had to kind of make tough decisions with your dice each time you rolled them. That's always something that I like in a dice game when you've got a bunch of dice. I like that uh, I'm able to use something that you rolled uh, because you can do that once each scoring fit fa- or once or twice each scoring phase
0: once it's a little wonky in a two-player
1: okay uh and i just it all came together nicely for me it's just a nice fun quick dice game is it the greatest in the world no but i still think that uh it's definitely not a bust for me
0: i did not hide my feelings i do not like it it's adequate And my favorite thing of the whole game is the art on the cover. It is amazing. It's the octopus holding dice, and he's actually playing the game. It is adorable. I would totally want a print of that in our game room. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's really, really cute. And it grabs you, no pun intended.
0: It's definitely a this art will sell this game
1: no matter what's inside of the box. Adorableness.
0: Okay. But back to the game. Besides that, it is, it feels like, number one, they call this a scoring pad, which kind of tips you off. Like the top half is where you're marking different things, but the bottom half is all scoring. You are doing scoring as you go through. And I just felt like, not math the game because there wasn't that much math because it's you're adding ones and twos and stuff like that. But I felt like having all of that on the sheet kind of took away the game part. Like I was having Hmm. to do kind of all the upkeep and kind of the background stuff while playing. And that was kind of weird
1: yeah, I mean, I can see that, but I also can't see with multiple scoring rounds how he could do it any other way.
0: Oh, I mean, and that's just, like, a fault of the game. I don't think you could do it any other way. But it was just fine. I mean, I would play it again, but if it was up to me, we wouldn't be keeping it. It's definitely more of a bust in my in my
1: eyes. Out of ten.
0: Ooh, out of ten?
1: It's nice that I've started asking you first before you can ambush me with it.
0: Probably it was very fast. It was very quick, so that was nice. A five?
1: And I would go seven on this. Four? A four, wow. Uh, And I would go... Maybe a five. I think I'm going to stick with five. Okay. I would go seven maybe a six. Maybe a six if I'm on the low end.
0: So maybe a six and a half?
1: Yeah, maybe a six and a half. It's not... But you threw out a seven, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's not the greatest uh, roll and right that I've ever played by any means. It It's more Yahtzee than anything modern and innovative.
0: I don't really feel like it's Yahtzee. You, the only thing that it has with Yahtzee is that you roll dice. That's it. Period. You're not rolling sets, you're not rolling straights, you know what I mean? Like, you're not aiming for specific things, you just need, like, colors and numbers, and I, I did not get a Yahtzee feel at all.
1: Oh, no, and, and I did, I, I think it's just like, okay, I'm scoring in this column, I'm scoring in this column, not sure why it gave me that feel. but
0: It's really interesting, because yeah, I would never compare it to Yahtzee.
1: It's definitely not as polished as some of the more recent roll and rights that have come out. I mean This game well, did come out in twenty fifteen.
0: You know, that I mean that's a good point. That is six years old. I think we've we've gone very far in the roll and right category since then. Yes. Uh-huh. You got the cartographers and the sonoras and well, that's flicking right, but and I prefer Encore over this, and that's... I don't know.
1: That's true. And I mean, with me, space is always a factor. I think the fact that it is a small, fast game gives it bonus points in my in my reckoning. Yeah. I don't know if I would score it as high if it was a Euro-sized box, or if it took twice as long to play.
0: Well, that's like saying... This game wouldn't get the same score if it was a different game.
1: Okay, that's true. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm just saying, take my rating, knowing that I am also factoring in that it played quickly, and it doesn't take up a lot of room on our shelf.
0: If you're kind of looking for a roll and write that has the same feel as Aquasphere and theme... Then, yeah, definitely pick it up. But I don't feel like the people that love Aquasphere and would pick up Aquasphere would pick this up because of that amazing art on the front. That's true. The adorable octopus art does not scream dry Euro to me. And so when you go from this art to a what they call scoring pad, (laughs) and it's just... Check this box. Move this box here, and yeah, I I think it's completely divorced from the cover.
1: Now, how much did we pay for this? Um, I'm not, should I go to the eight dollars? Eight. So, did you eight bucks enjoy it?
0: Hmm. Did I eight dollars enjoy it? No. Wow. Okay. Maybe if I would have paid like five dollars, I five dollars enjoyed it.
1: Okay, now I, I'm looking at copies for sale on Board Game Geek, and again, no idea how long these have been up here. I was gonna say, look at um, price history.
0: Yep, And that'll show you what sold,
1: what okay. actually has sold. It looks like it sold for eight dollars, five dollars, twelve euros. Six bucks. Yeah, so... So around what we paid seems to be the going rate.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Now, we did get it new, but I have seen... Like, I'm seeing a $6 new sale in there. So I think we're paying, like, the going rate, roughly. Yeah. MSRP on it undoubtedly higher i'm not gonna oh i i
0: assume it was 20 bucks
1: yeah it it looks like a 20 dollar msrp kind of game
0: because it is a nice product. like the box is really nice the dice are nice i think they're wood i did have an issue with um they used uh purple for the octopus on the black die and i can barely see that but you realize like a dark purple when you can't see anything that's what you rolled (laughs) <laughs> but the whites are the white ones are nice and clear and
1: very readable. Yeah. So I I would have been I wouldn't say mad, but I would not have been super happy paying MSRP for it in this day and age. Now 2015 us maybe we would have liked it a lot more because it would have been. I mean, what rolling and rights do we even have back then?
0: I mean, always rolls through the ages.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it that was in our collection in 2015. Because that was before Ganshon Clever, that was before, uh, you know, all of the uh, Stronghold releases that we've had recently. Because it seems like this is the age of the Roll and Ride. But the, 2015 was the age of the Dice tie-in game, hmm. if memory serves me. I mean, we had Hombra know, Dice though. and... That was 2015? I. It seems like it was around that time to me. I might be off.
0: Let's see. I think you're talking out your butt.
1: All right. Let me...
0: Watch it be 2015. I'll have to eat my hat.
1: Please. I'll have to go put on a
0: hat and then eat my hat.
1: Okay. Alhambra.
0: Because you're right. We were getting dice games. We have Raw the Dice Game. Alhambra the Dice Game. That wasn't Katana Geist game came after that, right? Okay,
1: Alhambra the Dice game came out in two thousand six, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's an early that's an early example of
0: Okay, that is
1: a long time, and I'm an idiot.
0: Nine years before th- this game. That's fair. You eat your hat, sir.
1: I will eat my hat yeah msrp i wouldn't have been happy eight dollars really though i, like, what I easily it? got eight dollars worth of enjoyment from this though
0: i find it interesting when reviewers don't talk about price because i mean a lot of them do get stuff for free but for us normal consumers price is a factor absolutely so you think if you paid twenty dollars it would affect your score But I I thought you liked it enough that it wouldn't... Like, $20 is, you know... I don't even know if that's what the MSRP is, but...
1: I think if I purchased it off of a game store shelf... Yeah. Brand new, right now... Yeah. I would be a little more like, oh, this is it. But for $8, factoring in the age, because we always hammer home the point, game design is in kind of a golden age right now... The new stuff is almost universally better than the old stuff, uh, with notable exceptions, of course, but
0: I was about to say, there's plenty of games
1: that: yeah, plenty of older games that are still wonderful, but the quality of newer games, particularly dice games, is pretty high right now. So I think that would that would have factored in my enjoyment. okay um. Would it bring it down to a 6 for me? Mm, I don't know. I don't think it would... By no means would it take it lower than a 6. I don't think that would pull it down to a 5.
0: That's interesting. You think it might alter it. But not that much. Like, it doesn't drop down to a 5.
1: Yeah, no. I don't know. I, I mean, maybe... But I do can...
0: actually... Ran through. Yeah, Rado ran through uh, it. There's <laughs> a Dice funny. Tower
1: review. Like this game, clearly got some exposure.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing this one. Honestly,
1: hmm. now you have me just deep in thought about hmm, how much does price affect me? Because there have been games that we have paid full price for.
0: Oh, and this is actually second edition. Oh, They came out in 2016.
1: Yeah, there have been games that we've paid full price for that I have been very displeased with. But if I would have paid a quarter of the price for it, yeah.
0: did, would I have been
1: happier? Did you get a quarter of
0: enjoyment out of? Yeah. Yeah. So, Because I honestly do think it affects things. Because if you buy a $100 game off the shelf and it's, you don't like it, Especially hundred dollars like it. Mm-hmm. It's different if you got it on clearance for fifteen bucks. Did you fifteen dollars like it? Fifteen dollars, not that much.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Fireball Island Ugh. with our with my all in pledge. Yeah. I definitely did not three hundred dollars like it. Yep. Would I have fifty bucks liked it more? Probably. Yeah. So, uh, a split decision on Octodice. Yep. Uh, I enjoyed it. Bargain
0: and bust.
1: It is a bargain and a bust. (laughs) And we hope you have enjoyed this bonus content. B-b-bonus! I do that because it makes Kristen very happy to be able to do the bonus noise. Kind of like when I go, Wah-wah-wah! Always makes her laugh.
0: Thanks for joining us at the Game Table. Catch new episodes every Wednesday-ish. Have feedback or just want to say hi? Find us on Instagram at plays level with 2 And on BoardGameGeek.
1: At Spinch.
0: And at Kitty Paws 9
1: And on Twitter at with 2 The number, not the word.
0: Thanks for listening.